Hello and welcome to episode 18 of 10 Minute Country with me, James Dakin. Um, it's award season. The country music um, genre is awash uh, with awards right now. There's the CMAs that have just happened in America. We've got the BCMAs, the British Country Music Awards, this weekend in Harrogate. So uh, good luck to all the artists and performers and presenters who will be there this weekend. Um, but I want to focus on one particular award from the CMAs this year, and that's Entertainer of the Year. It's the it's the biggest prize in country music. It's possibly even more prestigious than a Grammy in some respects, in that it comes from within the industry itself. Um, and and it sort of tends to be the, the top accolade that you can receive as a, as a performer. Keith Urban won this year, finally, for the first time since uh, 2005, I think, was the last time he won. He's been nominated nine times in the intervening years, which is easily more than any other artist. So he's always there, thereabouts, um, but it's taken him uh, 13 years to, to win again since his last award. Um, he's a deserving winner for me. That's not the that's not the issue uh, I've got with the with the the, the accolade this uh, for this podcast. Keith Urban is a deserving winner. He's got a great live show. Um, he performs with great energy, uh, and I personally think it's good to have a change after four years of nothing but Luke Bryan or Garth Brooks winning the award. The odd thing about Keith winning the Entertainer of the Year uh, for me this year was that he's sort of he's won it during a cycle for for what I think is that is probably the weakest and most disjointed album of his career in Graffiti You. Um you know, I, I reviewed this album for Your Life in a Song earlier in the year and um you know I didn't react very well. I uh, I find it a little bit sort of uh, midlife crisis uh, in in it, in it in its sort of outlook, you know, Keith is a fifty one year old uh, middle-aged man, for want of a better word, and yet there was quite a lot of sort of crass sexism, inherent sexism on the album. The the sounds were not what I don't think uh, a lot of fans were looking forward to, particularly on the back of Ripcord and Fuse, which for me were absolutely phenomenal albums. So Graffiti You as an album didn't work for me, but that's not what this Entertainer of the Year award is about. You know, Garth Brooks has proved for the past couple of years that you can still win Entertainer of the Year um, on the back of quite patchy, mediocre albums uh, because it's, all, it's about the strength of your live show. And it made me look into what the criteria is for the Entertainer of the Year award. And it is as follows. Um, the award is given to the entertainer who displays greatest competence in all aspects of the field. Voters give consideration not only to recorded performances, but also to in-person performances, um, staging, public appearances, attitude and leadership. The artist's overall contribution to the image of country music is also to be considered as well. So taking this criteria, it's no wonder that Garth Brooks has won for the last couple of years. And actually, you know, Keith is a very deserving winner this year. Um... He's he's performs with such energy. He's a great ambassador for the the genre of country music. Um, he's coming back over to the UK again for the first time since two thousand and five to perform at next year's C two C. So he's sort of spreading the word internationally. He's great on television. 
Um, he has a seemingly stable marriage to Nicole Kidman, which portrays country music in a in a better light than uh, than uh, some other artists in the genre do. So, you know, taking those criteria into account, Keith is a well-deserving winner of um, of the Entertainer of the Year award, and it doesn't have to be um, album based. It's not reflecting the the current output of of whichever um, album cycle you're on. The CMA Awards themselves um, are, are voted for by, by the members. Uh, the CMA has a membership currently of around 7,600 people. Working within the music industry can be artists, can be performers, can be journalists. Uh, and there's more than 40 countries represented. Anyone who earns their income primarily from country music or works within the genre um, can apply. I myself am going through the application process right now. Um, and the right to vote is granted along with membership. So 7,600 people decide the awards. There are three rounds of voting from the summer onwards to whittle down um, a larger group of nominees to the smaller five in each category. And that's officiated by the accountancy firm Deloitte & Touche. So it's a very credible, um, very robust process, but the voting comes from industry professionals, which is why the gravitas is there, because it's not just fan votes, uh, it's not people making um, fake email accounts and voting multiple times, you know, it's not a popularity contest based on um, how many people you can get to ring in or that sort of thing. But all that needs to be taken with a pinch of salt, because like any award show, like the Grammys, like the Oscars, you know it's subjective, and uh, what one person thinks is the entertainer of the year, or what one person thinks is the album of the year, is someone else's turkey. So, you know, this this whole thing needs to be taken with a pinch of salt, and there are plenty of artists and entertainers out there that, um, you know, don't prescribe to the awards mentality. But entertainer of the year is an important award. Um, and I, I like the fact you can win it on the strength of your performances and your sort of public appearances and, and uh, your ambassadorial nature uh, alone. But it's not without its oddities and foibles. And there's a few things that have uh, that have cropped up in the research I've been doing. So, for example, Brad Paisley's been nominated for the Entertainer of the Year Award a number of times, but he's only ever won it once in 2010. And you'd think someone like Brad Paisley with the way that he conducts himself and the effort that he puts into his live show, would have won this award more than that. Women don't tend to win this award. Um, only the Dixie Chicks, Shania Twain and Taylor Swift have won it in the last 30 years. So uh, not many women are considered by the industry as being entertainers of the year. Reba won it once in 1986 and then was nominated a massive nine times after without ever winning it again. Um... Carrie Underwood's only been nominated once back in 2016 for the Entertainer of the Year Award. When you consider how many years she's been touring, the effort that she puts into the shows, um, her vocal performances, her her deportment around the genre, her, her sort of leadership, I am surprised that Carrie doesn't figure more in... Um, in in this award but we'll come to we'll come to why i think next year might be her year towards the end of this podcast um yeah since taylor swift won it back in 2011 um only taylor again and then carrie and miranda have been they've been the only female artists nominated i think accepted 
belief is that Eric Church should have probably won it last year. Um, his mammoth miss, Mr. Misunderstood tour was huge. He played all across the States, um, three, four hours a night, no support act, you know, sort of ran himself ragged and even then had health complications because of the effort that he was putting into the tour. Um, but he didn't last year because Garth Brooks took it. And again, I think when you look at the criteria of the of the award for Entertainer of the Year, um, for some people, not for me, but for some people, I think Eric doesn't necessarily fit. Bet uh, is the best fit for some of those criteria. But I, you know, for me, he should have won Entertainer of the Year. Doesn't tend to figure in this award very much, possibly because of his outsider nature. Um, Zach Brown Band have only ever been nominated once uh, for this award, and yet when you consider, you know, they tour internationally. Um, they're philanthropists. They are, you know, much more than just country musicians, and seem to fit that leadership capability, that leadership criteria, really well for me. So I'm surprised that Brown Band have only been nominated once. Um, Sugarland, one single nomination. You know, when you consider all that Christian and Jennifer have done in their careers, both separately, both together. Um, Again, it's not an uh, it's not a, an award they seem to feature in, and there's been no single nomination for Little Big Town, which I'm surprised about. You know, they tour relentlessly. They put on a phenomenal show. They are good ambassadors for the genre, uh, not just in America but in this country. Um, so they don't seem to figure in the award much either. Award shows are subjective. Um, and you can't please all of the people all of the time in, in this respect with the CMAs. But sometimes you can't please any of the people all of the time. Um, but, you know, ultimately Keith, is a, Keith Urban is a well-deserving winner for me this year. It's an odd award um, and it seems to be oddly gifted sometimes. And other people like Brad Paisley and Eric Church who often get overlooked... Uh, maybe for the wrong, maybe for odd reasons. Uh, if you want my opinion, I think the award could probably do with a little bit of a shake-up, and I think that might be coming next year. I would expect 2019 to be the year of Carrie Underwood. She's going on a massive 55-date Cry Pretty tour. I think it's in the round, so there's going to be some novelty value there. Um, she's taking out... Two female acts in Maddie and Tam Runaway June with her, you know, her, her leadership, her her um, public appearances, her attitude for me uh, will be absolutely awesome next year. So you mark my words. I'm saying this now. I think Carrie Underwood will be next year's Entertainer of the Year. Um, I would expect Thomas Rhett to start probably sneaking onto that list quite soon. Um, I can see Eric Church's Desperate Man tour, meaning that he could figure there again. And it'd just be nice to have a little shake-up from the usual sort of Luke Bryan's. Chris Stapleton's been nominated for the last three years, Garth Brooks. So, you know, I think Keith Urban's win this year might well signal, hopefully, um, a slight change in attitude towards Entertainer of the Year. Um, you know, we get to see some some different artists coming along um, that haven't necessarily uh, been nominated terrifically a terrific amount in the last few years. Who knows? I'm just pontificating, but you know, you've you heard it here, folks. 
2019, Carrie Underwood is uh, Entertainer of the Year. Thanks for listening. I've been James Dakin and this has been oh, almost 12 Minute Country this week. <laughs>